0: I feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys. Come in with a purpose, and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it.
1: From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the Farm System.
0: Fellas, fellas, fellas And the ladies, welcome back to another episode of The Farm We're sitting down with my boy Jarrell Henry My guy, my guy um, So we are sitting down for another episode <laughs> We are sitting down for another episode of Just Faith Just Faith Jarrell, I know I'm doing it to you again You know what I'm saying? I don't give, give Jarrell no time to prep <laughs> Something comes to my brain, I'm like, we doing it baby Let's just sit down I want the spirit flowing through So, the other, the other night um, when I was in the shower, you know, that's my time, you know, that's, you know, that's my time. Sanctuary. Yep. My sanctuary time. So one thing that God revealed to me and I wanted us to kind of discuss it and to go back and forth with it, right. Is, uh, he said that the law hmm. wasn't designed to be your identity, but to reveal mine, hmm. And so what, I'm going to say that one more time, the law, my law, right, God's law, God's law wasn't designed to be our identity, but to reveal his. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I, I thought about, and it's like such a, how that connected with me so much with God's grace, mercy, and love, and all those other things, right, is His ex- his expectation, God's expectation is his, mm-hmm. because the expectation <clears throat> he has is him. Right. Like it's his identity.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And so when he has created us, obviously a lesser being, right. He doesn't expect us to be him. Right. Because we can't be, he designed us. He knows we can't be right. And also on top of that, the only one ever, to my knowledge, drill, the only person I know ever that has lived their entire life with no <laughs> sin and lived by the law and fulfilled every single there's one some of Some people out here that think they have. Oh, well, there's, yeah, there's plenty of those, <laughs> right. But to my knowledge, Jesus is the only one, one. the one and only, right? God himself in the flesh, right? That is only the one that is fulfilled. And that's why Jesus in his own, his own words saying that he came not to rewrite the loss, but to fulfill the loss. Mm. Right. And so I, when I was spending time with him, it was so, it added to some affirmation for me of. god's love yeah and also to helping me really understand my identity where my identity is in him Mm. and is him um and how he defines me but we tend to try to find all these ways to identify ourselves and that one specifically obviously as well right when jesus was talking to the pharisees and everything at the time is they identified with the law and he was calling them out for identifying with the law. And then, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. thinking that they were fulfilling and abiding by the law, even though they were falling well short of, because yeah. basically what you're saying, basically, and I'll open this and th- I want to throw this to you and, and, and have you open on this, because I know we talk about this a ton. Is why is that important? Is because, like, basically what you're saying is, is one, there's no need for Jesus, right? If I can just live by the law and do all of the things, well, well, and then someone would say, well, yeah, but like, okay, no, but he's dying for my previous sins. Okay, well, we can unpack, you know, all the things that we, all the places that we fall short on a daily basis, mm-hmm. right? But also, too, the other thing that we're saying as well is that we're saying that we can be God, right? We We don't need, like, for example, one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. Right. We run past that one all the time. We just go, (laughs) oh, I can control myself. I can control my tongue. I can control my feelings. I can control these things. Everything is underneath my control. Right. And so that's when we live by that. There's so many bad byproducts that come from that. But when you start thinking that you can do those other the things when that's one of the fruits of the spirit is is self-control. And again, it's one thing to read that, say that, hear that. It's It's another thing to experience that as the self-control that I have now comparatively when I didn't have God. But I want to throw that ball into your court with it. First off, what do you think about that, right, as well? And, um, yeah, let's— let's. Well, let's the first thing, when you
1: mention that, um, it takes me back to this scene on um, The Chosen, mm-hmm. on
0: season three. If you haven't watched The Chosen— Season four it. is about to come out. I know, five. Like, like a couple days. Might, yeah, Probably by like the time this we, this episode releases, it might Thursday, be out. actually. Yeah. you <clears throat> um,
1: baby. Code, if you're doing this, play this clip. Mm-hmm. Um, but in The Chosen, in season three, um, he's visiting his hometown. Um and um, it's the scene and um, I forget which chapter in the Bible. I know you're it going. Played. You this
0: on TikTok. Mm, that was my favorite though. scene. I know, I know.
1: Um and um, you know, they asked Jesus to read the scripture on um. Was they were cel- What were they
0: celebrating? Was the Passover? Mm, I'm not sure. Honestly, they're celebrating. Scene you're talking about. They're celebrating
1: something. And so during this, I guess it was tradition for the uh, the priest to read the scriptures, but they had Jesus read it this time. And so. Basically, um Jesus read um from Isaiah, which was is prophesying about himself. Um and um in the scene, the um the teacher of the law, the Pharisee, um, uh, he after Jesus said what he said, he's like, You spat upon the law of Moses. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus turns around and says, like, I am the law of Moses, mm-hmm. fire scene.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um, the point, and they're like, "Kill him! Kill yeah, him!" Yeah, literally, they're like, "Murder him. him now!" Yeah, yeah, because because <laughs> what he was saying in that moment is, "I'm God." Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, I am. Like, I am God. I am the law. Of Moses. Exactly. And, yeah, and I know you
1: um, like to open this one up, but how the Pharisees viewed Moses at the time, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. then like, their hierarchy of everything is like yeah, Moses. Church. Yeah, like
0: yeah, yeah. it was God and then Moses, very, right? Very <laughs> very very human. Yeah, yeah like Abraham, mm-hmm. Moses, these historic figures in faith. And like while they should have honor for them and also yeah. they were God's chosen. Yes. For sure. Um, but it isn't for us to hold in a higher regard. Obviously, you have God standing right in front of you, and that's where they're struggling as well. Cause like we we often do that now, right? Is like we love to um whenever's present, like we have a hard time accepting greatness in current time right now like right in 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 this moment yeah right in this present moment we have a hard time accepting greatness um and there's a lot of things to overcome a lot of times even to like uh, some of the most famous scientists some of the most you know again like at the time right you could take somebody like we were talking about this other day but you could take somebody like Mm mok right where Mm -hmm. so many people were opposed Mm -hmm. and now you know again like you have a national day holiday right like where it's like one of the most historic days and one of the most Mm -hmm. celebrated um Holidays um, of tradition now, right? But it's like at the time, obviously that was not the case, which is why yeah. he was killed, yeah. right? Is there were a lot of people that that did not agree with what he, you know what he said, what he thought, um, his belief systems, all those other things, right? And so you you take that back and you think about that right too as well. It's like as when Jesus was there, like you got to remember, like like someone asked me this the other day about like the intention behind the writers of the disciples, right? Like when they're writing, um, when they're writing, you know, pieces of uh, of the Bible, right? And like, well, what what's their intentions? Well, we also got to remember, like, now we look back at Paul, now we look back at David, now we look back at all these historic figures, right? Matthew, and we go, wow, what faith! Mm-hmm. How amazing, man! Like the you know, like the the foundation of the church, all these things, right? But what we miss is at the time, it was not, um, it was a very serious accusation to say that you were following jesus like i mean they were killing they killed him they were killing his followers most of most of um the disciples that walked with jesus and or um the apostles right that you also have like as well um were getting chased down again either again like family members were getting you know taken as well you got to remember they're like isn't just their life right they got family with them like there's like oh you're the wife of, mm-hmm. you're the, you know, you're the brother of, you're all these other things, right? Like they, the families were getting, uh, cause at the time, like, you know, the, the church and the belief systems that were at the time, like people were killing over what people believed. Right. Which is crazy. And it's standpoint is like, think about that. And we, we had that conversation, uh, the other day. Well, maybe we'll get into it in mm-hmm. a little bit here too, but the conversation of like, literally I disagree with how you think so you got to go. You got to die. Yeah, you got to die. And how how wild that is that like how much identity we find in our ideas and our belief systems to the point that it, you know again it makes us so and again time and time again throughout history. Yeah. that we have to eliminate this other mindset because it threatens our w- way of how we want to live or how we currently believe. Mm-hmm. Right now, and how wild that is, and I, I think that you—that's actually a great scene that you pulled there too, as well, because he's literally saying, "I am the law of Moses. Like I am the law. Mm-hmm. It <clears throat> reveals my identity." And so, with a deeper unpack for me was I want to layer deeper. The reason that that meant so much to me too was every time I fall short, it isn't to label me that oh I'm the sinner, I'm the oh, I can't, uh, I don't have control in this area. Oh, you know, again, that, you know, again, I can't upkeep this, right? It's not, that is not my identity, but it reveals where me and God are different. Mm -hmm. And then reveals to me why I can trust his character because he is those things. Mm -hmm. He is grace. Like he is love. Like he Mm -hmm. is, again, like all the laws that he gave us is so that we would get a better understanding of the difference between where we are and where he is, right? And just comparison, in from a divine perspective, right? If someone's like, you know, what's the difference between me and you, right? Like, <laughs> right? And and God, it was the same thing too. It's like, okay, again, with us and where our minds are at, like, yeah. how it was like a profound thing for me to think about that, right? Is like, He's trying to reveal to me in the most gentle way. Oh, you want to know what the difference is between me and you? I almost think about it like, think about it like two professional athletes, right? You both are sitting like, let's say you're both corners, whatever. And you, and you sign up and you're like, oh, what's the difference? Like, I'm, you know, I'm the same height as this dude. You know what I'm saying? I got the, I, I got, I'm just as athletic. I'm just like, what's the difference with this guy's making 20 million a year? I'm making whatever, there ain't no difference. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> when we try to do the same task, oh, what, 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 right? We're trying to defend the same guy. <laughs> the stats look very different. Yeah. Right. And then there was a famous story. I said this about, um, there was this guy that, uh, uh, got called up to, uh, spring training for a professional team and he went out to the outfield and at the time, um, Josh Hamilton, which was at the time was like a really big time player. He was like one of the best hitters in baseball, all these things. And he was in the outfield with him and they were, um, they were out there and he was telling the story about how when he was out there, he was like, bro, what's the difference? Like, like, this guy's not that much better than me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, like, there's a lot of things I'm better than him at. And blah, 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 blah. And, like, all these things. And he was like, bro, by the end of the season, <laughs> I had a really good idea <laughs> what the difference was mm-hmm. between me and him. Mm-hmm. And often, you know, we talked about that, and I've said that in a different podcast, is often, you know, success, often often even... Um, Greatness is missed because it's in these small details that seem minor to us until you get on the other side and you go, "Oh, that's actually like a really big deal." Yeah, the things that that guy can do over, you know, again, there is a major difference. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, there's a lot of similarities Mm -hmm. between me me and that other person, but also too, you, it's it's so interesting. And I know that we've had these conversations where I can feel how much I've grown when I go back to similar environments or I'm I'm the same situation comes up again Mm -hmm. and how I choose to handle it this time compared to how I've handled it in the past and how easy it may feel to handle it this time than it did in the past. And it's because like, I'm a different person. Like I've grown, right? Like I know how to handle this a different way. Like there's different ways of how I would speak or go about it or whatever. Right. And so again, tying that back through is like, then when I fall short, instead of shaming, bringing guilt, condemnation, all of those things, Instead, it can be a time of appreciation and gratitude because now I can go, wow, what an amazing God we serve. I struggle with this, right? I struggle with this, and this is, you know, again, like I can't, I can't do what he can do. Yeah, I fell short in this area. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I could have been a better parent. I could have been a better coach. Mm-hmm. I could have been a better dad. I could have been a better brother. I could have been whatever in that moment, right? I didn't speak the truth with love. I, didn't, I wasn't gentle. I wasn't all these things. I wasn't God. Right. But it brings me awareness of who God is and the God that I do serve. So instead of that being a time of, again, guilt, shame, condemnation, like all these other things, instead, it just brings me awareness um, of who I am, which is his. Right. And I'm happy that I'm serving the God that has grace and all those things yeah. for me, but also to to like who he is and his identity mm-hmm. uh, so much more how, how powerful that it is, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I um I think it's. um. I think what it comes down to would obviously like cliche wise perspective right but even if you look at the perspective that the pharisees had in those moments like like you said like their lack of prevented them from seeing god that was with them in the moment mm-hmm. and then you look at <clears throat> nicodemus for example right and like his faith and not even his faith right but his curiosity mm-hmm. um, to say like with all these i think correct me if i'm wrong i just learned this the other day like 713 laws that we have to follow 400 uh, a 400 yeah yeah the guy told me it was 17 or 713 i don't know where that number came from yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: i i think it's i, I think 400
1: they created like 300 other
0: mores or yeah yeah maybe to protect maybe that's what he was saying there was jewish laws it was like 436 or something like that i think i think is what it was um I could be wrong now, yeah, I don't, no, I'm, I'm but, yeah. but anyways, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, hundreds and hundreds laws. And hundreds of right. laws. Most people just know the Ten Commandments. Yeah, but I mean, no, right? Like, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not pick up your coat false witness.
1: Tuesday, yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There
0: was a lot of like again ceremonial, <laughs> yeah. religious, uh, from like religious traditional laws mm-hmm. that were put in there, right? So when and again, you got to remember at the time, you know, there's so many people that just think of the Ten Commandments and they're like, oh, I don't do these Ten Commandments, which Again, when we get into the details, it's a whole nother <laughs> don't thing. Don't do that either. Yeah, 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 We all fall short of that, too. Like, like great. People's like, well, I ain't, I ain't killed nobody. It's just like, cool. all right. <laughs> lied yesterday. Listen, there was, a, yeah, there, was a, there was a lot, and that's where Jesus came at the time, and he was, like, talking about, obviously, the commandments mm-hmm. there. And again, not to get us off track there. But, yeah, there was hundreds of laws yeah, and think that, about that. that they were trying to upkeep, and if they didn't, that they were sinning against sinning God.
1: Sinning against God. Yeah. And, you know, Nicodemus' question then is, like, you know, with all these laws that we have, are we putting God inside of a box? um and through that he was able to come to the realization of who you know he had the opportunity jesus to interact with like understand like oh wow like i'm in the presence of god um versus the pharisees who again going back to that scene like yo i'm I'm gonna kill this man because he he thinks he's greater than moses like Mm. no one's greater than moses he's got to die yeah. Gotta die. Yeah. And I was looking for earlier, I was looking for in scriptures. I just read it. I don't know if it was Paul wrote it. I don't know if it was in Thessalonians or in Timothy afterwards or somewhere around that area. Um, he talked about, um, how basically I believe it was this Jesus was greater than Moses. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, the yeah, second yeah. Adam. Moses yeah, is, if
0: Moses is, so, if Moses is and, great, and then, then what it, is Jesus Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then, you know, if, um, you know, there was no need for Jesus if the law was sufficient. Yeah. Um, might have been I, I wanted to say that it was somewhere it might in be, that may, area. It might be uh, First Galatians, maybe. Um, but I thought it was so interesting when you bring up those points. It's just like the those that became the experts and the law. Their foundation, instead of being on God, became the law. And if you try to teeter along or disturb their foundation, the law, then again, you deserve, i.e., death, or you're missing, like you always say, like you miss the opportunities for love, um, the opportunities for um, empathy. Yeah, um, it's more or less like you're wrong, you're right. Um, so it's, I guess, it all comes down to and shifts and in, in perspective. One hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. I. Th- I think. Um... It wasn't First Galatians. I'm in Second Galatians. I was uh, looking here because again, they're basically when um, I'm trying to find like the because I know the exact verses that mm-hmm. you're talking about. I'm just thinking about like where the location is, but like obviously, you know, again, the the mindset behind in, in the beginning part of Galatians is like how quickly you guys forget, right? Like how quickly, like you know, we're we're being tied to these things. So like in Second Galatians, one of the things that we uh, bringing this part up is, <laughs> okay. So, uh, Galatians two verses 12. When he first arrived, he ate with the Gentile believers who were not circumcised. But afterward, when some friends and James came, uh, Peter wouldn't eat with Gentiles anymore. He was afraid of criticism from these people who insisted on their necessary circumcision, uh, mm. circumcision, mm. jim- c- scission. gosh, as a result other Jewish believers followed Peter's hypocrisy, and even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Um, the reason I'm bringing that I was bringing that part up too as well is like specifically there I know I'm that that's not what we're locating, but the reason that I I was bringing that up too as well is again like there was these people at the time, like the Jewish people at the time had all of these rules, regulations, laws, all these things. Like you said, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of laws that they're trying to upkeep. We have a problem trying to upkeep 10, 10. <laughs> okay. And you got to understand some of these things, not the 10 commandments, some of these things, those other laws, like for example, when it came into, uh, like certain Jewish holidays and like what they needed to do and how clean they need to be and who needed to present yeah, this I and did, it, had right? be, uh, yeah, it had to be, uh, yeah, how to be all the <laughs> things. Right. And, and, and okay, there's, there's the other part with this too. Okay. Again, a lot of these laws were not even, and again, these were Jewish traditional laws. These were laws that were put in place to help them not sin, to help them not sin. Religion. But then got thrown into, then got thrown into where you had to upkeep all of these. When in reality, again, we, they completely missed the mark. Yeah. <laughs> believe in this mark, like they they got led astray. So, how did
1: humans get involved? Yes, humans
0: got involved, and then it was like, okay, well, that's why. So, to make sure that we're that dis- happen. this we need needs this to happen. Law. So, I'm gonna put this law in front of this law. It's like it's like think of it like this: the first, let's say, the first law was like, don't run the red light. Let's start simple: don't run the red light. Then the Jewish people came and put a law and put, well, within 300 feet of the light you shouldn't be going more than 40 miles an hour just to ensure that you could stop at the light. Then they added another law in front of it that said, we shouldn't drive Monday mornings before 10. Too high. Just, you know, again, that's when there's a lot of people running lights. Mm -hmm. So that's another way we can protect them from running lights. And then they added added another light. (laughs) They added another, then they added another law that was like, you know what? we're just not going to drive cars. (laughs) It's just like, that's kind of like how the, again, the laws got stacked on top of each other and they've escalated from the original intention, which was like, Hey, we're actually in spirit are trying just to protect people from not dying. Right. From like running this red light. Right. But in reality, then we got to a place where we started condemning boxing, creating a place where it's like, no one can drive a car. Yeah. Right. Because it's just, there's, it's just too tempting to sin. It's to this blah blah blah, and then we we forgot the understanding where it's like the whole point wasn't about the sin in the first place, the whole the whole point from the very beginning was one to reveal God's character, okay. and two to bring us closer to God, not mm-hmm. further from God, and when we start going and again, enemies whispering in our ears, people get involved, all these other things, that whole thing gets led. A, a lot of human directions right there's this hierarchy that starts getting built what's like well i i go by all five laws and you only do the these three and Mm -hmm. and i'm so i'm better and i never drive my car yeah because i'm so holy or right and it's like okay hold on that's that's not what this was about at all right and that's where literally the confusion yeah right when jesus is coming back is like again when he's when he's talking to them it's like hey we like yes i hear your tradition Yes, I hear your religion, but I'm trying to get you to see it from a different perspective because, again, before Abraham, like I am, before the beginning of the world, like I was here. So I can tell you the intention of the original loss, right, where we've stacked all this human
1: <laughs> minutia.
0: <laughs> minutia on top of the real reasons, and we're going a whole which it's just causing division. Mm. It's causing the opposite. Mm. It's causing you to get pushed away from me. I. Right. Religion. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like religion. And also to the other part of this as well is like the enemy, again, infiltrating the church. Yep. Right. Which is the control, the shame, all these things, which again, there's still a lot of churches today. that mm. still battle. And, and again, just to be throw this in there. Right. He is the prince of deception. He again, the Bible makes it very clear that he is a threat to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. That he is very powerful. Mm -hmm. That he has all these other things, but at the same time, Bible also makes it clear, while he is way much more powerful than humans, right? God, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not yin and yang. No, they're not good and evil, and it's like these two competing forces. Like he, like again, God, it's Bible says that with a breath he'll take care of Satan. Mm. with a breath mm-hmm. all right like, i think the biggest thing also that I,
1: I just also read that verse um uh he said the devil uh, walks around like like a
0: like, roaring lion like you know not a roaring lion but like because roaring. god's described in another part of the bible as a lion mm. right so it's so important there. a nation yes <clears throat> that's why it's so important there it's like the The enemy loves to appear like God, right, and wants to convince you that he is. Um, And so because of that, we can get led astray of all these other things. And a lot of times, the person, the God, because we think, especially in American society, right, we think God, and we think, okay, one person, right, monotheistic, right, like, okay, one God, got it. But we don't realize that, no, 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 there's still, a lot of us are worshiping different gods, Right, and he's like, "Well, what do you mean? I I think about you know God, you know the the clouds and the sky and (laughs) heaven and the things, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your car? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) your car, right? Your family, (laughs) your friends, your worship, and what people think, your job, your performance, you know, all these other things, yeah. And then also on top of that too, which all of those things, think about this, right? Because this is, um, and Jarrell and I talk about this all the time, but this is the other thing too as well, is that. What a great deception to make you believe that the God you're following is the God of the universe. And then when you get hurt by not following him and you're following somebody else that's pretending to be like him, then you start to go, I'm done with God. I'm out. I'm out. Right? This is how that, you know, God wasn't God. God wasn't God in. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, like he wasn't there for me. He blah 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 all these other things, right? And it's because again, the God that we are, you know, that we believe to be God, the character. I tell people this all the time. If I believed, if I saw God how you saw God, right. I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't want to follow Him either. Mm-mm. I'd be, I'd be out doing my own thing. I swear to y'all, I wouldn't be living my life this way. Mm-hmm. If my relationship with God and the God I knew was like the God you knew, oh no. My life would look very different. Mm -hmm. But that is not, right? And again, you gotta remember this. It's like the same thing too. It's like, it's like wanting to have a relationship with me, but someone's just pretending to be me, right? And you're like, man, I hate that guy. That that joke guy sucks. And I'm like, bro, you never even met me. (laughs) me. (laughs) You never even met me. You met someone that's impersonating me. Mm -hmm. And you know who impersonates God all the time? People. (laughs) The enemy. Right, all and all these things, right, and that's it's really the enemy in the, the first world. place, right? As like yeah. the world impersonates God, right? It tries to again on the same side of that, right? Mm. Like money impersonates God. It's yeah. one of the biggest things in the Bible, right? Control now, yeah, on freedom or or yeah, just material things, right? There's so many things in this world that we believe, you know, and they're doing a, a series at church right now, and some of the points uh, he he went across the myths, and I thought that these were pretty cool, uh, the ones that he brought up, and every year um, at Central they do. Uh, the start the year he goes starts going over money right and the reason he he talks about this too as well it's like it's like again statistically when we look at like psychology like all the fights across marriages when it comes to disagreements fights all that things period like the the data comes back it's like the largest contributor is money right most of the arguments are revolve back to money and so again he kind of talks about that as like why it's so important why the church needs to talk about money it's like these are the issues that obviously that the community is struggling with the church is struggling with and like nobody wants to talk about it right and it's like well then what are we here for basically mm-hmm. right and so um yeah so in any case going back to the myths the first one was myth one more would make me happy right more of anything right is it more money bigger car more cars bigger house, a house, right. More dogs, more babies, whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. More (laughs) girls, more boyfriends, more, whatever that is. Right. More would make me happy. Right. And so he go, he went into that of, um, (laughs) he made he made this great point. So he's like, the world will tell you that success plus money equals great wealth. But Paul brought a different perspective when Paul was writing. He said godliness plus contentment
1: mm.
0: equals great uh, great wealth, which is a totally different perspective, obviously, from the world. And, and he went into it and like, you know, un, untied that. But it's like and then he went in specifically and started talking about that. It's like there's nothing against success or money, right? But he said, he said, but if you got success and you have money, and he's like, but we did the little equation minus godliness like you ain't got no godliness all you got is success and money he's like all you're gonna have is great frustration mm. and so there's so many people obviously that have had all this that have all the success and they still feel like they, they're they not happy or they don't have sure. enough right they still feel like they need more they still feel like they're not fulfilled they still feel like all of those different things right and because again if we don't have god in it right like he said and then he made the point he was like you know 90 20 20 i'll go another 20 percent of what i can do right with God is far greater than a hundred percent of what I can do without God, you know? And then he go, then he moved on to myth. Number two, myth. Number two is more will solve my problems, right? If I just had more money, then all these problems would go away. Mm. If I just had more success, all these things would go away. If I just had that house or if I just had that job or if I just had that boyfriend or if I just had that girlfriend, if I, if I just had those things, if I just, I had this life that I wanted, then all my problems would go away. Right. And again, obviously, no one lives problem-free life. That's ridiculous from the get-go. That's possible. right? Yeah. And so he referenced First uh, Timothy uh, six uh, nine through ten, and that maybe that's why I read it. Maybe it isn't First Timothy. Maybe you Might read it. Be. Um, But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds mm-hmm. of evil. Mm-hmm. And so um, he said that he said he, he made it very clear here. He goes, I want to go back. Many people will quote this first and say money is the root of all evil. That's, that's not what it says. It says for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And then he went into myth number three, which is more will give me security. Right. And if I just had more money, then I'd feel more secure. I'd feel safe. I'd feel, you know, like I'm protected. Right. And he's like, don't get me wrong. He's like, again, of course, like, again, like it gives us some bandwidth, but also yeah. this is where, you know, he goes into, he went back into first Timothy. He's like, we, we think, right. Oh, if I just had more money, well, it's like, okay, well, how many people had more money, but put in the stock market and then it crashed or had real estate and all of a sudden all the real estate is gone or all of a sudden, you know, COVID hits and all your money's gone. Like in a moment it could be taken away from you and all the money that you had, how many millionaires, how many people that had all their, like right now, like right now, how many people had all these houses, Airbnbs built all these things up. Right. And then all of a sudden the market flipped. Right. And now some of these people are struggling with all these mortgages and people don't want to rent and they're not doing all these, like all of these things are happening. Right. And we, well, I thought your security came from money.
1: Yeah.
0: I thought if you just had more money, everything will be good. Yeah. Right. And so he was saying, like, you know, again, along with that, is he goes, you know, money is a great tool, but it's a terrible master. That's it. And then first Timothy six, seventeen is, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is too unreliable. And then 17 through 19 is their trust should be in God mm. who richly gives all mm. we mm. need for our uh, for our enjoyment tell them to use their money to do good they should be rich in good works and generous to those in need always being ready to share with others Mm. by doing this they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for their future so that they may experience true life and so i thought this was uh great he kind of talked about like true life and experience real life. And he's talking about spiritual life, right? He's not talking about, yeah. that's why he said true in front of life, yeah. right? Like spiritual life is to have life from, you know, in your spirit is different than having physical life, right? And so like, this was like when Jesus was uh, describing like baptism and yeah. all the same thing, right? It's like spiritual life. It's for us, you know, keeping in mind is like, and um, Pastor Judd did a really good job of illustrating this of to experience true life, is to have, you know, to have a generous life, to have to give. It's it's better to to give than receive. And also our relationship with money is those are our three myths, right? I'm gonna be happier. It's gonna make me more secure, right? And all my problems will go away. Right? Well, what does God promise us? Or <laughs> be happier, right? He's our security, right? He's our joy, he's our security, right? And we're supposed to come to him with our problems. (laughs) He doesn't promise that that they'll all go away. Yeah. Right. And even God, if even God doesn't promise that you'll have a problem free life, why do we think money will, will give us a problem free life? Right. And if you believe in your head that all of those three things, those three myths are true in your head, then when you don't have, and even when you do gain, because this is the problem, when you do gain and you believe that it will go away, you start thinking, well, I just need more money. Well, I'm not happy. Well, because I need more money. Yeah. Well, I'm not, uh, I'm not secure. Well, I, I just need more money. Then I'll be secure. Oh, well, I, I just don't have like, I, I have, I'm not, I'm not, is, I don't have the happiness. I don't have, I don't have the security. Right. And I don't have the problems. Well, my belief system is, I just, I, obviously there's people with more money that don't have these issues or my perception is. That they don't have these problems and they don't have these security issues or all these other things. And it's like, yo, yo, I've seen people with all, yeah, I know you have too, people with all this money that have more money, more problems. They ain't there for no reason, right? I got more money, more problems. They got, they're making more money, but they got more problems. I'm telling you right now, again, like I'm making more money. I also got to deal with way more problems, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. Like it's not, I'm not trying to make the problems go away, right? Like that's part of it, right? Um, it's an opportunity. So. again along with that is that we got to be very mindful that what becomes our God right is like where we're trying to find security <laughs> where we're trying to find happiness right and where we're trying to find uh, s- uh safety yeah right so again and and he was talking about money there but that can be applied over to so many things right sometimes it's our job our kids right like our our families so again like uh, you know going through those, And just be mindful, like, you know, again, where do you find your happiness, right? Where do you find your solution to your problems? Like, where do you, you know, find your security? And a lot of times you can see how easily that could be from the world's perspective is they want to run to people. Well, again, people can be taken away from you too, right? I know people that have lost family members because of death, sickness, also to arguments, fights, perspective change, tragedy, all these other things, right? Like people can be taken from you, right? And it doesn't mean that we should not ever get attached to people. That's it's yeah, going to happen. True. But our foundation, foundation part. right? And also, who who do we run to? Are we what what who, what is the first? And I'm guilty. The first person you run to, right? Do you run to God first, or, or do you run to your best friend first? Do you run to your mom first, your dad first, your 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 brother first, your your friend whatever, right? Where's the first place and pr- place I run when I have a problem? Mm-hmm. Two on the other side like, you know, what's the first place and I I run like when I want happiness or I want joy? Mm-hmm. Like where do I run to that? Mm-hmm. Right? And that's again, it could be the gym or it could be Ain't whatever, no with that. right? <laughs> but but again, along no. yeah, yeah, just understanding that from the foundation, right? It's yeah. just It's just from the foundation it doesn't mean that other things don't bring you because again, God is in those things right but you got to remember that those are his creation for sure right he designed these things not not for us Uh, again one of the things uh, he brought up in the message too is like sometimes what we a lot of people interpret God right it's like he's holding me back from all these things right He's only doing things God, God is not a kill joy no he's only for you he ain't, he ain't sitting up there going like oh she loves that I'm taking I, it I, oh I he can't. loves that I'm taking it oh like you know all these other things right now one of the things that's super important for that like in that same way is like God has created all these things like again and there's a difference between happiness and joy right like again the Bible like dif- separates the two right is like underlying that again it doesn't mean that we shouldn't That we're not happy when we're hanging out with people or again with our friends or any of those other things but from our foundation, our root, like where is our identity? Is our identity then placed in those things because when I don't have that right, when the the storm comes oh I read this one the other day, this was in that chapter of the book I was reading, you'll like this so one thing that they did is they built they had this uh, uh, they did this experiment, I think it was an experiment where they took trees and they grew them inside a very controlled environment, like inside of a dome-type setup. The trees would grow, and then when they get to a certain height, they would just fall over. Not even close to their max height that they've seen like out in the wild and all this stuff, and they're like, why are they doing this? So what they figured out was that as the tree was growing in the wild, the wind would push the tree... And the roots would get deeper mm. and more grounded mm. because it had to support the tree mm-hmm. from that. So as the tree gets h- taller, it, the, the resistance, right, and the, and the I'm going to go perturbations, I'm thinking science, right? <laughs> the, but again, the instability, right, yeah. and from the wind and yeah, all the yeah, resistance yeah, yeah. made the roots get thicker, deeper, and more grounded, right? And they had to grow deeper roots, right, so that it could support the tree. But when it met no resistance no and it problems. just started growing at a certain height, yep. the whole tree would Trump. just fall over because it couldn't support itself from the slightest issue. Right. And so that's where when we think and again, we start growing and we think that like we want this life that has no problems. Yeah. No, 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 no. The problems are a blessing because they make our foundation and our grounding deeper. So that it could sustain when people just want to go to the top of the mountain, right? They just want to be the tallest tree, but they don't got the roots, Mm -hmm. right? And we want to be so quick, right? We want to be the tallest tree. We want to have the biggest branches. We want to, we want to, you know, we want to see me, look at me, you know, but we're so easy to fall because again, that's a hundred percent me and 0% God, right? I'm going to control all the factors. I'm going to put you in a dome. No, wind, no problems, perfect nutrition, all the things, right? Perfect world, right? but again our perfect world or our valuation of what we believe cuz you got to think about this too okay great oh we oh, we can do a better life than how god designed us to be in all the things okay how is that working out for us all the we go the, the how many generations now we have like zero godliness ever the family ain't like that all the things and we just going to do it our own little perfect life we can we could design to control these other things how is that working not cuz it didn't work good for me or nobody else i know like and again, it, and again, a life with God is not to say all your problems are going to go away. Yeah. God never says that; He says the opposite. Mm-hmm. He says, "In this life, you will you will, you will face experience. many trials and tribulations." Because yeah. ain't nothing happening, you dead. Yeah, <laughs> and that's when Paul's talking about again, like how important how important it is. Like it is a blessing for the wind. Yeah, the wind is a blessing. You see, it's annoying all these other things, but like the oh, wind is a blessing. Yeah. The resistance is a blessing. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have to push, yeah, you know what? Someone may have, someone may have gone through less than you to get to where they're going. But guess what? You got deeper roots. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You're more solidified, and you could sustain where you're at. They might be a flash in the pan, yep. and falling over the neck. Right, and also too, they may be in a dome. Where they don't have to deal with all this wind. Nice and protected. Right. Nice and protected. And maybe one day that comes together. Maybe it doesn't, right? That's God, you know, again, let God handle that stuff. But for you, maybe God knows that you're going to face something late in your like later in your life, as you get taller, as your tree grows, and all these other things, right? That there's going to be some resistance. Something, something might happen in your life. Right. You might lose someone that you you really love. You might, you know, again, might lose your business. You might what I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is for you in your life. Right. Maybe you're going through that right now. But again, that was the preparation like God preparing. Yeah. Right. Is going through struggle. You got to reframe that in your head, where it's like, why are all these things happening to me? Like, why would God let these things happen? And you got to try to go your own way. And meanwhile, it's like, it's like, it's like the same thing. It's like someone going in the weight room and being like, why I got the heaviest weights, man? Man, why I got to do all these lunges, man? Why I got to do it's like because we going into battle, man. You need to be strong. You need to be. We got to get you ready. If I send you out there not ready, am I really coaching you? Mm-mm if i send you out there into the real world with you not being prepared am i really do i am i really for you
1: said so the harvest is plenty but the workers are few
0: and so that's where we again the perspective of being flip-flopped right that we just want all these things to be you know everything all these blessings without struggle and, and all, all these things to happen, all these material things to happen in our life. And we want all these other things. Okay, great. You get the husband that you wanted and all other things. And he's the greatest man and all the blah, 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 and all those things. Okay, great. But you're not the woman that could sustain him. You don't pour life into him. You steal life from him. You don't bring him joy. You, he might bring you joy, but you don't bring him joy. You just take from him. Now what? great you guys got married great all these other things great also too now you got two marriages. Now you got divorced two times and then you had all these other things happen right like and again Definitely. not a not a not a shame thing, right This is where again along with it like me too. like me too I want things quick too. like I this is something I have to remind myself of too all the time is that again we got and that's why I, I made that post the other day is that we we spend too much time focused on what we want rather than who we need to become to get what we want. We spend too much time daydreaming yep. about our vision and what, oh, my life's going to look like this and all these other things. Great. You know how many people could sit outside and say they want a Benz? Awesome. Amazing. But at the end of the day, you got to also get to a point. I, I One of my, this quotes that I really like too, is like, you got to be okay with living without it. Like before you have anything, mm. if you, if you need it, foundation. The, yeah, if you need it, Shaky. you shouldn't have it. Yep. It's a check for your heart. And I know that's so hard to hear when you really want something, when you really like you like, I need this, like I need to be with them. I need this car. I need this job. I need this, these other things. And it's like, no, no, no. Like you got to think about it. Everybody that really does have those things and it's sustainable really doesn't need it. That's why they could sustain it so much. That's why, for example, like I think about this all the time because I've grown so much in this area. Let's say it's like in a, let's say it's a a, a a relationship in any fashion. Like we can even, think of this could be a friendship. This can be an intimate relationship. This could be with a player, all these other things. If you need them to like you, mm. if you need them to be happy all the time, if you need them to always support you, if you need them not to criticize you, if you need them to always be gentle and loving, if you need them to do any of those other things, ooh, you're going to be in a tough relationship. Because that other person is human.
1: You're looking for Jesus.
0: You're looking for God. <laughs> you're looking for God and expecting it from a human. Mm-mm. God's got nothing but time for you. Endless. Nothing but patience for you. Endless. God's got nothing but love for you. Endless. Me, I'm tired, bro. I'm going to bed. You know what I'm saying? Me, there's some days I'm having a bad day. I'm not going to be the most gentle. I'm not going to be the most loving. Right? Me, there's plenty of times, you know what I'm saying, where it just, again, maybe I don't have whatever you're looking for. Yeah. Security that you're looking for. I can't give you the security. I'm not going to be here forever. God is. I might die. Like, I can't be your foundation. Mm. You know? And so I think that that's the other piece of people understanding that in the same thing. And this is the other thing. When I get detached from that, I feel like I can be a better partner, better friend, another per- the other, a partner in that relationship, right? Yeah. Even if let's say it's like me and you, right? Okay, so let's let's say it's me and you. Well, if I'm not attached to, if I'm getting all this energy from you, what if you come in having a bad day, Right. Well, if I don't need that energy from you or I don't need you, like for example, I might have to have a conversation with you that is maybe you hurt my feelings the other day, right? And I'm going to come in there and be like, "Oh, Jay, well, you know, you know, and but if I need you to like me, like I might not even bring it up." Right? I might not even bring it up, like, well, well, what if we fight? Well, what if we do blah blah blah? blah? What if we do do, do these other things, mm-hmm. right? But also, too, like, am I actually being a good friend to you? Maybe too. Maybe you are misstepping. Maybe you made a, a, a step this way, and I wanted to talk to you about it. Or maybe I misstepped, or whatever. And I feel like I can't come to you, yeah, because what if, what if, uh, uh, what if Drell gets really upset with me because I did this, right? When we both have that foundation, and we have a, we have our identities in other places. Well, then now I am so grounded. I'm so grounded with God that i could i'm not attached to it yeah we can just talk yeah <clears throat> we we can just we can just talk and i can i can tell you how i'm feeling and you know what you might be upset for a day right like i might be upset for a day maybe we do get into an argument too right but i know that we're going to come back together mm-hmm. right we're having a disagreement right now maybe we're upset about something maybe you did something to hurt my feelings i hurt my feelings we we had a conversation right and then you go off i go off and i'm like oh damn he's right about that and you're like oh yeah damn he's right about that right. and then we come back and we're like all right man i'm sorry about this and the things and i could have handled that better and all these other things right but when you don't have that and your world starts crumbling here comes yep. the here comes the rain and the storm and all the things and your foundation and my my thing is is oh, well and also too if you're worried it's like it's like um when you're on the field and you're playing not to lose yep when you're playing not to lose you're really yep. passive yep Right. You're doing, you're walking on eggshells all the time. Right. Like, no, 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 we're playing to win. Yep. And so, well, cause we're playing to win and my foundation is in God. Right. Is that I'm not tied to, you know, the other person's emotions or where their mental state at the time or what I need them to be right. Like I'm good. I'm already grounded, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, but I know we found that, do you have that verse pulled up? I was going to have you read it. I know that we, we oh, which one? I, the Hebrews, um, i have it on mine too uh, hebrews three. three yeah hebrews so this is what the verses that jerell was saying earlier Hebrew, it was hebrews three and uh, mm-hmm. four yeah it says um but jesus deserves
1: far more glory than moses just as the person who builds a house deserves more praise than the house itself for every house has a builder but the one who
0: built everything is god yeah hmm. and that's where like again at the time like basically everybody was you know again they want to praise jesus which obviously is far, far greater than and moses like he's like i am the law of moses like i'm the one that gave moses the laws that y'all are worshiping <laughs> like i'm the writer yeah. of the laws it's like don't you understand and and to them again what? It, like what <laughs> like what you, you're a human yeah. standing right in front of me can't be the yeah, god yeah and again uh, the <laughs> the the mindset of us as human beings that think that we think in our consciousness that we're gonna be able to wrap our head around God <laughs> is just it
1: goes back to foundation though. like this whole you know, the whole conversation is like your foundation might be shaken if what you believe in is disproved. Like holy yes. crap. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Human happened. psyche is so interesting. <laughs> yeah. And and again, like just hardened hearts, right? Like, you know, we get this, uh we get in this hardened place of like uh Inside that same chapter from that book that I've been reading too. I, right I tweet, underneath it. I, I tweeted, uh, what, what it was it right underneath it? What were you it saying? It says, um, today
1: when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts, as Israel did when they rebelled, when they tested me in the wilderness. There your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw my miracles for 40 years. So I was angry with them, I said. Their hearts always turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So to my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest.
0: So, so Dan Gilbert has this quote, human beings are works in progress that mistakenly think they're finished. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Me too. Um, But like, but like, yeah, we, again, we get in this place and again, I'm still breaking free. This is a me too thing as well is again, like, what are you defending? Like, what are you defending? Like your ideas? Which you thought to be true, like you're defending your hill, right? Like this is the land where I'll, I'll, you know, this is where I'm my last stand. Yeah. I'm taking, I'm dying on this hill, and it's just like, mm. there's more hills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, okay, like it. And again, I, and I get this, like again, at different parts of my life, like a lot. I mean, I'll die with God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it to what to like be right or to like okay, what if you were wrong? And also, too, he talks about in that chapter, too, he talks about, um, I mean, I'm going back and forth between the Bible in this book I'm reading, but he goes into that chapter and he's talking about, you know, just the mindset behind, again, if I put my, if I'm just curious, yeah, right? And also, too, you need to know you're wrong. Like right now, Drew, I know I'm wrong about God. How do I know I'm wrong about God? Because he's God and i'm human and i can only see this a sliver of him right and i'm working to see more of him every day and understand his character more every day and he's doing that through my sanctification process as i grow and live life with him and do all those things i he his character is more revealed to me every day day. do i doubt god all the time Mm -hmm. every day i doubt god Mm -hmm. every day about what he's capable of doing what he is doing where what you know what what's going on right now why these things you know why things are happening and again I have those conversations, you know, with him. Right, not separate from him, all those other things. I come to him like, God, what you doing? Facts. What's going on with What's this? Happening right now. Yeah. Also, too, <laughs> also on the other side of that, again, the other thing as well, again, people think that all the time, especially I think it's so interesting, and I know that you share this as well. It's like so many people think when it comes to God, because of like the relationship they perceive that I have with God, is like like I don't ever have any doubts. I'm human. Yeah. I doubt God all the time. And also too, I don't even, this is the thing. We also don't, we got to understand everything also works on a spectrum. You don't even understand. I don't care how long you've been walking with God. I don't care if you don't know God, right? If you don't understand what actually, how much we doubt him and how little faith we have, even if you've been walking with them for the longest time, it's like, again, if you, if you really on the other side of that, like, why would we do anything underneath our own power with our own thoughts, with our own things? If God is who he says he is, let's just say he is, let's just say he is who he says he is. Why would I want to make decisions? Why would I not want to ask him? He creates everything and knows how everything's moving. He'd a plug. He knows everybody and can make everybody move. And knows the perfect thing, literally the thing to say, to do.
1: But what a beautiful ploy by the devil to make you think opposite.
0: (laughs) Literally one night, night me and Taylor Taylor were sitting in the jacuzzi. And I, I asked Taylor, and I said, you know how silly it is? The fact, like, for example. We think we can just, there's so many things. What's like, Ah, oh, it's such a small thing. I don't need to like bring this to God, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, and I brought this up. I said, like, come into the jacuzzi. It sounds simple, right? Like, I'm going to go to the jacuzzi. Well, why would I need to talk to God about it? Well, what if there was some guy walking around here about to take somebody out in a jacuzzi? I don't know. Like, you know, like, I don't know. The jacuzzi. Night, I, I have, yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know what I'm saying? It's a new thing. I don't know, right? Or maybe on my way over there, for example, maybe on my way over there, somebody hits me with a car Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Right. And again, as outrageous those things sound, it's just like, again, imagine if someone knew all things and everything. Wouldn't you want to ask them like, God, you know, again, like you, like it's like asking you can't see around the corner. Wouldn't you want to know if there was a car coming and about to hit you? Do you does anybody that got hit by a car know they're going to get hit by a car? Mostly not, unless you do insurance fraud, I guess. But, like, in any case, right, like, you don't know you're about to get hit by a car or a car accident's going to happen. I wouldn't have gone in the first place. I thought I was just going to the store. Why would I ask God if I should go to the store? Mm. Well, because he knows all things. Mm -hmm. Right? And he's ordering my steps and he's my guide. But, again, because I don't believe that God is who he says he is, then I think, oh, well, I can handle it. I got this one. I got this. I got this. Like, I didn't ask God, should we do a podcast today? Mm -hmm. Right. And this is where I'm telling you is like, I struggle with these things too, because it sounds so, it sounds so little. It sounds so small. Why would I ask God about this? But in reality, why don't we ask God about them? Why doesn't he order our steps? Why aren't we more open to in all ways of like, if God is who he says he is and who we say we believe him to be. Right. We all be in church and we be we be over, you know, what I'm saying doing all our things. Right. And I and this is where the hardness of my heart. Right. And I'm saying this as I'm saying it through the mic. I struggle with this, too. Yeah. I don't ask God about a lot of things. Majority of the things that I do every day I ain't got no, no conversation with God.
1: But imagine if we included him in everything,
0: everything, not just the big things,
1: yeah, everything.
0: And how much would it save? Like, I just I just think on the other side, like, you know how much? And again, when we also get to that other side of understanding, of understanding that with the law, the law is God defining who he is. When you read it, God's saying, yeah, I'm that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm that. Yep, I do that. That's me. Like, all of these things that I'm giving you, God's not asking you to do anything. He's not. He's asking you to be everything He is.
1: It's just impossible.
0: It's just impossible, right? But because we're, it's impossible for us to be God, right? But with that being said, His Spirit lives inside of us. Yep. And again, His Spirit does make us more like Him. Yep. I'm more like Christ than I've ever been, mm-hmm. right? And even too, it can, so what? I could have the, I could have a bad day today. I could I could do things that I had never done that were. Against all those things, but I'm telling you on the other side of that, with that being said, is that is who I am is not defined by what I do. The mistakes I make, the bad days I have. Yeah. You know, the sins that I commit. Right. Like. If we go on it and we expect it to be like a journey, when you go on a journey, you don't expect it to be linear. You don't expect it to be, well, the closer I get to my destination, the easier things will get. Mm-hmm. You go on a journey, we're going across the sea, yo, at any time there could be a storm. At any time, like, just because the first 10 minutes were chill, Fuji. don't yeah. mean that the last 10 minutes are going <laughs> to be chill or even <laughs> chiller, whatever, <clears throat> right? Like, this is a journey. There might be alligators over there. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We might have to go through, a, like, these, these crazy storms. There might be an army over there. There might be pirates. I don't wow. know. But we said we start looking at things as linear, is that it should get easier, right? When in reality of being like, yo, I've never had that temptation till now. Mm. I've never been in a situation where that was ever even a temptation yeah. for me. So how are you gonna say, oh well, you did this and you ain't done this? You've been walking with God for thirty years, man. You your relationship must be really tough with God. When in reality of being like, yo, okay, I've never been hit with this temptation in thirty years, yeah. and. Okay, I got hit with this temptation while also all of these other things were happening in my life. It was a perfect thing. This is happening and that happened and this happened, blah, 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 blah and stay on guard because here comes the lion, right? Or the one acting like the lion, hunting, waiting for us to be in that mode, waiting for us to be tired emotionally, waiting for us to be frustrated, waiting for us to not have patience, waiting for us to not have love in our heart, waiting for us to have get hardened by all these experiences so he could slide in there, right? And, and use it as a foothold. And I think that's just the, again, the thing with us is like remembering that as well. It's like, again, the principle and the idea is simple, but how it actually like plays out in our lives and like how we actually incorporate it and like how we move is very, again, shows us again, head knowledge to heart knowledge. Like we don't believe it. We know it, but we don't believe it because we don't act from that place. Right. It's we, we more than not operate our lives, but what we can Our senses, what we can see, hear, feel, you know, experiencing all these, these things that are right in front of us. Right. But at the end of the day, again, ain't no one out here doubting the wind. You know what I'm saying? You can't hold it. Can't see it. You see what it affects. See the trees moving, you know, and you know it, you're like, I feel it on my skin, I guess, you know, but in reality, no one's doubting the wind. We doubt in God though.
1: The creator of the wind. Yeah. All the time.
0: Yeah. We, we ain't no one out here doubting gravity. <laughs> That's how some people try it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can try if you want to. Again, we can't see it. Right? I guess we feel the effects. Again, I can feel the effects of God too. Mm-hmm. Every day. Right? We can just say some magical force is happening why things just fall to the ground, but some some's making it go to the ground. So I think that's the thing as well is, like, us understanding that is, like, yo, like, again, and also, too, if you created a God that was that marvelous, what do you think? Like, are you supposed to understand him? Like, yeah. Are you, are you, are you, like. Wouldn't be much of God if we did, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, is he supposed to be stupid? Is he supposed to be, like, stupid as us? Yeah, like, what is he supposed to be? You're supposed to get him, duh. Yeah. I, I, you know, again, like, and, and again, me too. This is a me too thing. I, like, literally ask myself, like, what is, is he supposed to be stupid? Like, is, is he, is he supposed to make the same dumb mistakes we make? <laughs> is he supposed to agree with how, like, am I, it's like, it's like us saying, like, again, the same thing. It's like, it's like our five-year-old being upset that we don't see the world like he sees it. Uh, I mean. My my dad won't let me eat ice cream He's the worst Terrible He just doesn't understand Terrible He just hold me back from stuff <laughs> it's just like bro Like again You only seeing things We just so We think we know so much mm-hmm. We'll be in our little Little cocoons with That's why cocoon. I, yeah, I think it's just a, again Like That remembrance of like with it Is just being like again And to wrap it up And, and to get to that Spot is like we won't we just touch on that real quick tj of the why would you not watch her why would you not want your identity to be god's laws
1: i think for me personally i think it all comes down like we said earlier um, to your foundation right and so if you're on this journey of trying to achieve perfection through god's law or even Let's call it the Ten Commandments, per se, right? And that's, you know, you just made your life about, you know, I'm going to keep the Ten Commandments perfect. I'm going to do all of them. Mm. Um, and given the situation you said, maybe, you know, there's a, a leak in your house, and then you get in a car accident, and then and so you stay perfect through all those situations, right? Um, and then you find out your your mother's sick, and then um, you stub your toe on a nail, mm-hmm. and then a curse word comes out, boom. Mm. Oh, you, you send. Mm. um at that point in time everything that you've worked for or worked up to or try to accomplish via for the last law, let's let's make it dramatic
0: for the last 70 years seven you've been years. perfect Perfect. you've been perfect which is nothing not it doesn't if it has it just you know
1: yeah um and and you know you, you stepped on a nail which you know albeit all be right. like, right. it like pretty sucks yeah, hurts. <laughs> ouch yeah um your you know your entire life is going about to fall apart just because you sinned yeah. And you've gone through this perfect life of not sinning, and all of a sudden you made one mistake, mm-hmm. um, and then from what, there,
0: but and yeah, I was to say open that up too. Think about it like if somebody is not walking in their word, right? Mm-hmm. They they're like, "What do you mean my whole life's going mm-hmm. about to fall apart?" Like what do you, they're like, I you know I could I could sin, yeah, right? I could make a mistake and like okay and then like my whole like all of a sudden I said it, you know the f word and all of a sudden my I lose my job all these yeah. things but you're talking about like more spiritual yeah life,
1: it's the but. mindset around it um yeah. oh you start going into these these cycles of uh am I a bad person um I've heard people say this in different scenarios am I still saved mm, yeah. uh, am I going to heaven Um, oh my God, what does this person think about me now? Cause Mm. that person heard me say the cuss word Mm -hmm. or what is my idea or how does this this person view me now that they saw me do this? Yeah. Um, and now what was stable within a, you know, a second because you lost something, you know, you have this world of instability that you're living in now you're trying to find yourself. And again, not to say that, you know, like you said, the external
0: factors, but internally you're, you're in search now, you're in scramble mode. Yeah. Uh, and this is with awareness too. I wanted to point this out too, is that there's a lot of people that don't even understand the concept of identity, mm. right? They're like, and again, this, we're kind of further along in like the self we've done a lot. We've read a lot of books, <laughs> and you, but read a lot of books into like development, self-development and all these other things. And also psychology and all these things. So uh, for example, what this might look like fleshed out in your life mm-hmm. might be these triggered. You're like, why did I respond like that? Yeah. Why? Why did I? Why did I get really upset in that moment? Yeah. Why was I short tempered? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, why did that even affect me? Because like that was from a ten year old that said something to me. Yeah. Right. Like, or or because I've had that with my nephews or something. Right. Like, you know, like the little kids they might just say something. Yeah. Right. Off the. Okay, look at your shoes. Yeah, look at your ugly <laughs> shoes. You'd be like, shut up, boy. It's just like and you're like 40 on. shoes. Yeah, like, hold on a second, right? But it's like, why did that trigger me so much? Yeah. Right. Or or. Again, why did I, you know, want to fight that guy? Like, or why, why did they get me out of my game? Like I'm playing, I'm a playing and it's like, bro, I got so frustrated. That I struck out the next three of bats, made three errors in a row because I was so mad at what that person said, did, made me feel, you know, they made me feel insignificant, devalued, um, um, you know, maybe even just like a, like a patronizing, like patronized, just, um, again, I feel smaller than I was 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Right. They took my confidence away. Right. All of a sudden I start feeling insecure, all of these things. Right. And then when I started having awareness yeah. of those things. Right. But first starts with just identifying the emotion. This is not a normal. This is not my normal. I was sad. I was angry. Yep. I was whatever. Right. Picked an emotion. Why did it make me so happy? Sometimes we always want to go to the negative emotions. Why was I so happy on that little small thing? Oh, they brought me a gift. Well, why did that make me so happy? Mm. This is how my brain that you know Mm I start breaking it down, right? What what? Why did that make me so happy? Well, because you know we grew up without nothing, and when my mom did get money or whatever, and and I got a gift or something like it meant a lot to me, and you know blah blah. blah, And you start going these things, and it's like, well, there's that story. All of a sudden, there's some trauma in there, right? That I'm attached to. I only feel loved when people buy things for me or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And there's and again, I'm just giving some generic story, but my point is is again, these are things that shape our identity and like, you can call it personality. You can call it, you know, it gets coined off as a lot of different things, but who, um, and, and Bianca McCall when she's been on the podcast a couple times now, you know, one of the things she talks about with trauma is like anything that changes the way that you view yourself or how you view the world, right. is traumatic. Hmm. Right. And so anything that changes the way you view yourself or how you view the world, right. Which is again, is large right if you believe yourself to be the greatest this and someone comes and challenges that like it's threatening your identity yeah. right He's, and where are, are you attached to that mm, you know you see a lot of that like athletes
1: um with people that have high levels of success I and mean, when you use we actually talked about this yesterday in our meeting about the word for being fulfilled right mm. um and you know the scary thing is that you know when you have your foundation or fulfillment or you get your fulfillment from anything that can be taken away from you yeah which is anything on this earth yeah yeah um, you're in a really really scary and dangerous place you know um and so when you look at foundation and why having your it and also what's funny is going through this um 52 bible verses for men mm-hmm. a lot of what they talked about in there and this is important for men that are listening um for me especially is the importance for men to have 10 toes down solid foundation like a rock in god Mm. um and, and 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 what that will do as far as the benefits that you'll receive from that in all other areas of life uh from leading your family to being at work to your career to your personal achievements whatever the case may be um when you're you're okay you can give your example of what you always say with having things taken away. Mm. You know, I always look at you. You said, um, you know, I can walk into this building and be gone tomorrow.
0: I'll be, I'll be straight. You know, mm. um, and but truly believing that. You know, yeah, yeah it's one thing to say, and uh, truly believing. I, I brought, that. I brought that up to the other uh, part of that is like, I'm more removed now than I've ever been in my life of what other people think. Yeah, I'm not fully removed. Yeah, right, but I'm highly removed. You know, from that, and I think that again, like that's obviously been a blessing. Like, from, uh, as I've been walking with God, I'm just less tied to it, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that that's, like, also, again, it's all from the root, right? We see all these symptoms in our lives of what it looks like, right? But, again, like, I, I really mean that, and you know that just, like, from walking with me. It's, like, the, throughout, like, the journey with that is, like, I couldn't move the way that I move, and I couldn't run the business the way that I run the business, and I couldn't be the person that yeah. I am without the freedom and the transformation that god Mm -hmm. has done in my heart whereas that has detached me Mm -hmm. from a lot of these earthly perspectives things um Mm -hmm. you know etc and again and also it's also much easier to identify in someone else when you like we always talk about like with leadership it's like when you can identify it it's like you know you already have it or it's growing in your heart or you're you have the awareness where you can identify that in somebody else's life it's like I can see all the time. I'm like, Ooh, God working in my mm-hmm. life. Like, like I love God. You know, I had, we had, um, for example, I thought that this was, uh, you know, hopefully she don't mind if I share the story. So the other day, um, Paige called me and, um, you know, again, God's really been working in her life now for the last couple of years, like all these things. And so she called me and she's like, Hey, um, you know, uh, sh- I knew something was different because she called me. She called me when she was got in her car and like, she's like, doesn't do anything. She's like, like road. She FaceTimed me. She's in her car. She's putting it right. And she's driving and she's like, so excited to talk to me. And I'm like, okay, like, some, this is not normal enough. for her, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. she's FaceTiming me while she's driving. I'm just like, so, I was, blah, 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 right? And so, um, she's probably like, she's like, don't be putting it out there. Uh, but no, so she uh, uh, FaceTimed me. She was like, hey, so, like, she runs past the first part. She's like, well, we're, we a squad today. I hit two home runs, all these other things. And I'm like, well, that's dope, right? Like, I'm like, well, that's dope. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that's not what I called you for. Like, I, you know, like, that happened. But, like, quickly moves on, right? And she was like, during... Um, pregame right like we were hitting inside the facility and like we're hitting on this really hard machine and i was hitting awful like i was you know nobody was hitting but it was like this machine like i was getting really mad at myself that i couldn't hit this machine and all these things and she's like i started a spiral i started to be like you know like again like why well, you need to be able to hit this and this just means you're not a good hitter. and like she just started a spiral but she caught herself mm. and then she stopped she stopped and she goes Nothing I do in this cage has anything to do with my identity. Has anything to do with who I am as an athlete. Has anything to do, you know, with like all of these things, right? And so, um, before she went on the field, like she mentally reset and like detached from it, Huge. and then went out there and then hit. Then she hit the two home runs, uh-huh. right? So she's like, the two home runs is dope, yeah. But byproduct. But the byproduct of. You know, again, how my faith, you know, and those things and like in that moment, how I could detach from what was happening. And that's what I used to do. Mm. And that's how what I used to make me spiral and all these things. And like her being so excited about that. And then that's where I was like, again, you know, what I'll say my turn is like, I love watching like God work in you. Like, I love to see like that you have that and like that. Not only that you did that, but you found that over your two home run day. Right. Like you found like, well, that was part of the story, but like this was what meant way more to you. Like those two home runs are gone. But who I'm becoming as a person.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Is more important to me than those two home runs. That's great. But everybody will forget about them. Yeah. Right. It's what I did in, you know, inner squad, you know, during before season. Great. I had a good day. Right. But a lot of people are living on that high. Right. I had two home runs. I'm the greatest today. Well, how about when you go for four or four K's tomorrow? Right? Do you suck now? Does yeah. Mike Trout suck now because he went over four or four Ks? Oh, because he's over twenty, so he's you know again awful. Like there's no reason for him to be. That po- it's pointless for him to be on this earth. <laughs> you know, like because again, like it sounds extreme, but that's no, the people spiral. think like that. No, 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 that's just, the spiral. I've, I've seen it. Well, if yeah. I'm not hitting, well, if I'm not playing baseball, yeah. Well, if I'm not this, like if softball's bad, everything's bad. If baseball's bad, everything's bad. If work ain't good, everything's bad. Right? They go home, they start taking it out on other people. That's where, when your identity is in that and it can control you, it is your God. It is an idol, <laughs> right? And this is what God, when He describes idols and those things, right? When we idolize something, we're putting it above God. And it gives us identity and it gives us, it dictates how we respond to things, right? Where God on the other side of that, too, like, it's not all of a sudden like if I went over four today, like, God cares about you, yeah. right? And, but it's okay. So what? Like, it's like, it's like if you kid like almost think about this. I mean, some people might mean, mean a mean, I was just like, think about if your kid like went a little outside the line when he was coloring something
1: you're trouble.
0: Yeah. You'd be just be like, Oh, worthless, terrible. terrible. All these other things like, it's you're like, you're never going to make it. Yeah. You're never going to make it. All these other things. You're like, What's the point of you being here? You can't even stay in the lines. It's just like, it's, it's silly. It's silly. What we give value to mm-hmm. like, we're just on a journey. Today we did okay. Okay, let's learn from it and just make some adjustments. And like, mm-hmm. I don't need to get all emotional about it, right? <laughs> like, it's not even worth the effort because it's not my identity. It doesn't matter. It's just feedback. Take the feedback and make an adjustment. Take the feedback and make an adjustment. Take the feedback, take it, make an adjustment. Learn. Be curious, right? Like, we don't know, and even too. Don't then also, when you make an adjustment, don't be in love with that adjustment. You might be wrong. Yeah. The adjustment might be the adjustment might need an adjustment for the rest of your life. You're making adjustments and you're 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 and you're in a different place in your life. Who has ever lived your exact life in your exact situation and made the perfect call all the time? Name them. Jesus, that's it. And, it. and, And even too like, again, along with that, it's just remembering with it. It's like, again, you're making your best call. You're making your best call and you're in situation and where you're currently at. And at the end of the day, you could be wrong. Why are you expecting yourself to be right? Just remain curious, remain curious. And this is a me too, right? This is like being just remain curious. You don't know. And and if people are, are pushing their worldview, right, yeah. into you and you start to believe it, yeah. that you're supposed to know, mm. you don't know. You don't know. Now, the opposite will get you right when you think you're supposed to know, and then your performance just goes boo boo boo, and you're now you're performing way below what you could do because you're so attached, sure. and that is your identity, mm-hmm. rather than being like, yo, like, and again, I'll say this too as well from my personal experience. The more I was attached to what other people thought their beliefs, all these other things. Like I'll tell you this is like directly into my coaching um, conversations. You know, we, we, we talk about this a lot, but for example, when I was a younger coach with less experience and again, experience is in the best teacher, evaluated experiences, right? The adjustments that are made, but you know, again, I would work with pro guys and if the session didn't go well, right? Maybe they didn't click with my information. Maybe they didn't blah, 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 maybe whatever. Maybe they just didn't move really well today. Well, i would go home feeling like a failure
1: Mm.
0: right like it was awful right i'm tied to my performance yeah right where now on the same side of that it's like okay let's say the session okay well why didn't it? i use it like a study right like okay take them you know i sit in your office and i'm like going through (laughs) every video and i'm like ooh, i should have stayed i should have went that way instead when i started doing this that's when the whole you know it started going bad it started going south and then i make a I make a hypothesis, right? I have an idea of why it may have went bad. So I'm gonna try to do something different tomorrow. See how it goes. Maybe that's wrong too. Okay. We'll make an adjustment. Learn. Make an adjustment. Learn. Right. I'm not tied to, and again, if I didn't have a good session with a hitter, it doesn't mean that I'm not a good hitting coach.
1: But if your foundation is being is being a good hitting coach.
0: Yeah, that's great. I was I was literally gonna say that. Like, if, if for you, you believe that you need to be a good hitting coach, nasty. we will be in trouble. Yeah. We can get stuck, and that's where you get you get you get mixed in there too as well. It's like, do I need to be a good hitting coach to be happy? Yeah. Do I need to be a champion, mm-hmm. right, to be happy? Well, guess what. There's a new champion every year. Every year, and even Nick Saban ain't holding that one up. Every champion, there was a different one. Who's been champion forever? No one. Jesus, I'm saying, King (laughs) of Kings. But it's just like you know, keeping that in mind, right? It's like, again, even if you're the biggest and baddest today, someone tomorrow someone could take title. Where's your identity? You know, where's your identity? Is it in? Is it in being perfect? Appearing perfect, doing the right thing all the time, mm-hmm. all those other things like, mm-hmm. hey, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And and I heard someone say this. Uh, I was watching a, a reel or something like that too. Is uh, the idea behind, yo, know, the things you say, and it, you know we've heard it from the business side, but like the things you say, your performance, all that, all of those things will be forgotten. How you make people feel. Is what they'll remember and that's how they'll identify you. Right? Like, and at the end of the day, like great, like they'll always for example, like, do you know who the richest person was in the world 30 years ago? Most people don't even know now. And sometimes it's more celebritized now. But even then, like, there'll be another guy. There'll be another guy. There'll be another guy. Like, right, like they'll always be somebody new. Like, why would you wanna place your identity in that? Like, just tough and again i have like i remember you know again when i was growing up those other things like i i didn't have i didn't i didn't have enough perspective to know that there's something far greater right which is where when jesus comes and he says you know you if you w- really want to come first in the kingdom like you need to come last all right it's like you need to be a servant but He's trying to explain. I'm telling you, boy, God is deep, boy. I just, every year, I just keep going, like, as as I walk more and more with him and I spend more time yeah. with him, like, all the things, it's like how he slowly changes your perspective is wild. Because it's just like, and then you start getting so extreme. You, you've been spending so much time with God. You know, when you first open the Bible, you're like, what are they talking about, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, what are they talking about? It's like, they spent so much time with God that it don't even make sense to you. It's, it sounds like a different language. At first. And then all of a sudden, and then just slowly, and you're like, oh, I know what he said. Oh. I'd be going back highlighting stuff I've never highlighted before. Right over like, there. Like, man, oh, I didn't even think that was important. Yeah. Now I'm like, man, that's gold. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. I'm talking about on a podcast now. I've read that verse 50 times. Right? Now right. it meant something so deep to me. And I think that that's the thing is like, again, it's like you, as you experience your life and you walk with God, and again, that's why I want to get people. Again, I can hand anything to anybody. And we, you know, again, like we live our lives this way, but like just is the freedom. Cause I, sp- I spent a large part of my life and I know people that are way older. I, t- I told that to Paige the other day. I was like telling her how proud I was that she acknowledged and, 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 you know, walking with God and like where her identity is and like all those things. Because I'm like, girl, like I definitely didn't have that relationship at your age at all. But also, I know people that are 80 years old that don't got that relationship. Mm. So don't get it twisted by age. You know what I'm saying? There's probably someone that's 10 that's got that relationship. Mm -hmm. And there's probably someone that's about to pass away today that don't, you know? And it's, so it's not, it's again, like with with that, with, with God and that foundation, it's just like, man, like that's why I also, I give God so much gratitude too as well. It's just like, Man, I'm so happy I didn't start that relationship and trying to build that when I was like 60 or whatever. It's just like I don't, I don't need another 30 years I sure without you. No. But I'll tell you what. I'm good. <laughs> I'm straight player. Like I couldn't walk. I couldn't, I couldn't let things slide off me. I can't be, I can't show up and be who I am and be the consistent. All these things that I now that that embody like. The things that, again, that people love and admire about me, anything love and admire about me is from God. Like, like, all of that came from my relationship with God. Jeez. Like, oh, okay, like, let's say, oh, you know, you got so much energy and you don't mind being in front of people, all those other things. Like, yo, yo, God started that when I was a baby, when I was a little kid, when I was mm-hmm. class clown in my things, when I was all these other things, like. Yo, like, God prepared that. He put people around me that, you know, pumped wisdom into me. Like, I hated reading books. I hated reading books. But he put a mom in my life that was just trying to help my reading comprehension. I was failing reading comprehension. Not because I couldn't comprehend, but because I didn't want to read the damn book. Mm -hmm. My mom was like, my son's smart. So then my mom had me start reading Scooby-Doo. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Scooby-Doo got me reading, dog. Got you off right. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm reading textbooks. Good. Now I'm reading Bibles. Now I'm reading other things. Like, again, imagine if I didn't like reading, like, that foundation of, like, how much I read the Bible now. Oh, my goodness. Read a book. Read your books. <laughs> read your books. It's just a good little discipline. Even just, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you this. Someone said this the other day is uh, we we're talking about this in Bible study. About ways we can build closer relationships with God and all those things. And also reading our Bible, just look, look, here's the thing. You've got to make a commitment to yourself. I'm going to read the Bible. If it's five minutes a day, if it, if I read two verses, if I read a chapter, sometimes I read a chapter, sometimes I'll read 50 chapters. Sometimes I'll read six books, right? Like it don't, it just changes, right? There are different seasons, different seasons. I'm reading crazy amounts. Other seasons I'm reading less. Mm -hmm. Some seasons like, yo, I haven't picked up my, my, my Bible all week this week. And then I felt it. And I'm like back in it again. over time right just do your thing but if you make it a habit like again it became a habit to me where it's just like all right and i need again this is one that's been clicking back for a really long time there for about a year i just started going like yeah it's just a habit for me like before i go to bed i'm gonna read my bible for a couple minutes yeah. sometimes i ended up reading it for an hour i wasn't mm-hmm. planning to do it mm-hmm. you know and maybe it's a couple hours whatever yeah right but i don't know what he's gonna talk to me about like i don't know what's gonna hit me today but it's just kind of it's just a habit If you just make it a daily habit, you don't know what it's going to change. You don't need to know. You don't need to know what's doing your heart, all this stuff. You may feel like it's doing nothing. Just make it a habit. Just every night before bed or when you wake up in the morning or whatever. Both. I love, yeah, both. You can work (laughs) it up, do all your things. But I'm telling you, like, the one thing I like late at night is a lot of times you're not rushing. Yeah morning you're like oh the day's gotta go you know you're you're, you're like you gotta go do things you're behind whatever you know and uh that's what uh page actually mentioned that the other day she was like i said i read my bible at night and i really i really like read my bible at night because I, f- I feel like i can i'm more grounded and i'm like yeah it's like i'm not rushing like yeah like i even started telling like i would do it like i'm like oh i'm gonna watch this netflix movie i'm like okay before i do that i'm gonna read the bible yeah. for 10 minutes yeah God's going to come first. I'm just going to mm-hmm. read my Bible. I'm still going to read my, I'm going to watch that movie on Netflix or whatever, cool. But I'm just going to read my Bible for like 10 minutes. And it just becomes a habit and then all of a sudden, man, your just perspective just changing. Your inputs, the books you're reading, where you're spending your time, like all this stuff. Like, And then, you know how it is too with the growth. When you start seeing it, oh and you start feeling it like how you responding and how much joy you got and you start all those fruits start popping up. i mean the self-control you have like and like all these other things like mm-hmm. it just it's a it's a compound effect right the momentum more yeah the momentum starts just going but it just starts with some small like some small like give yourself five minutes all right i'm reading the Bible for five minutes also two stop reading king james version all right i'm just kidding you can read whatever you want but I'm just saying, if you're sitting there trying to read a Bible, it's already hard enough to understand. And you're like, Thou,
1: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, let King James went,
0: go. Went to the whatever, you know, sound like Shakespeare. Okay, <laughs> read like NLT version or something like that. Or, <laughs> you know, read some NIV, you know, something like that, right? Where you can, again, if you have the Bible app on your phone, Good. you should already know this, right? Get oh. the Bible, little Bible app. You can go through a billion translations. But again, let me give you, plug y'all up. NLT is solid. Like you guys, will, super easy to read. Again, a lot easier to comprehend. All the stuff, right? You're over there reading Shakespeare. Tough. Tough. (laughs) Good at reading, though. Good at reading. Oh, that's classic. All right. You got anything else for the people before I pray them out? I don't. All right. Let's pray it out real quick. All right. Dear Father, thank you so much, God, just, uh, God, for your awareness and the the ways that you continue to work through us, God. God, we just pray that uh, uh, you can just continue to open our hearts and open our uh, perspective to your word, God, and just um, help us grow a closer relationship to you god um whatever's holding us back whatever barriers that we've created uh between us and you we just uh we just pray that you continue to remove those things god so that we can grow a deeper relationship with you and god just give us some, give us a passion for you god like open up something for us and we pray all these things in jesus mighty name jesus. amen amen, amen. amen. till next time farm system out